A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And it's just two days to go until the final of the Euros. I told you we'd get there, didn't I? Where Italy will, of course, be losing against England. A game, of course, you can hear live on TalkSport. And after beating Denmark in the semi-finals, the three Lions boss, Sir Gareth Southgate, is apparently getting all his decisions right, according to former goalkeeper David Seaman. We'll also hear from a couple of other players who've worn the three Lions jersey, including Gary Stevens and Danny Mills. But first up, it's Edward Sheringham. And Gareth Southgate now on his own, away to my right. Suited and booted, goes round the ground, on his own, quite rightly. Yes, he goes as he digs deep and punches the air with his right arm. It's down to the manager. Terry Venables was great in Euro 96 for us. He got all those Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal players playing together. Gareth seems to be doing that again now. He's got that unity that you need to go all the way in a tournament. And there's times when you have to dig deep for each other. And if you don't really like someone, Mm. you're not going to do that. He's done a fantastic job in, in getting that for me. He believes in himself and he believes in the team he's got around him to make the right decisions. And he has done it so far in every... Every single game. Even to the point of taking Jack off last night. You know, when he came off, I was thinking, oh no, he's injured, you know, we're going to need him. And Jack Grealish is the man that has come off. That's an interesting change. But he took him off tactically you know, and put Trippier on there yeah. just to, to seal it up at the back. He would have gone straight to Jack Grealish and explained the situation and told him exactly why. And you see Jack Grealish on the bench after, of course he's disappointed to be taken off at that stage. Grealish who only came on as a substitute, had a good game, but needs must. You know, you can see him, he's quite jovial afterwards, he's quite happy as well in that situation. He's, he wasn't throwing his shirt, he wasn't throwing his shin pads, he wasn't kicking water bottles, he wasn't sat there sort of like, you know, throwing his toys out of the pram because he understands the bigger picture. That's just good man management. Yeah. All players want is for a manager to be honest and respect them. Southgate all along has said this is about a squad, it's about a team, it's about a group of people, not yeah. just players, it's management, it's coaching, it's backroom staff. Actually, it's the supporters very much as well. And the England players once more turn to the fans behind the goal and say thank you. And that united togetherness has certainly carried England the distance so far and there's still one big step to go. Now, after England beat Denmark to reach the Euros final, Andros Townsend believes it was a clear foul on Raheem Sterling and a definite penalty. 
Simon Moni Moni Jordan, of course, however, disagreed and thought England were very fortunate to be awarded a soft penalty. Still going, and he's got the yes! Penalty to England! No, I didn't think it was penalty. Uh, and I think there's the benefit of playing in front of 60,000 fans at your home stadium with a referee on the pitch making an on-pitch decision which wasn't going to be reversed by VAR because the, the edict and the mantra from the VAR guys is if you can, stay with the on-field decision. I thought it was a very soft penalty. I'm not suggesting that he cheated himself into a penalty and I wouldn't go as far as that. But I do think we have to look at it and say we were fortunate to get that penalty. I wonder, and we can surmise these things forever and a day, if that game had been played in Rome, would we have got a penalty in that instance? Because my first reaction was, no, it's a very, very, very soft penalty. Is it a clear and obvious error? The answer to that question is no, it isn't, in my opinion. 100% a penalty. I think in every incident, when you slow it down and you look at different angles, slow motion always makes the contact look less than what it actually was but full speed he's done well to avoid the first challenge and then the second guy's just clipped him and when you're running in a different direction from the defender all it takes is a little clip to knock you off balance I think you see in full speed that he does clip him at some speed and he goes down he loses his foot and for me it's, it's 100% a penalty One thing Simon and Andros do agree on though is that Sterling isn't having a bad tournament at all here's your proof What he's done in this tournament, he has mm. been a very significant player for England. And the more that game went on, if you look at him in the last minute, taking on that fullback, and just the, his disposition is different. He's running towards the camera with this great big grin on his mm. face. It's Sterling. It's Sterling inside the penalty area. Still Raheem Sterling goes and Schmeichel, another excellent save. And I think what you've got is a team of players that are playing well and Raheem Sterling is the central fugal part of that. He's contributed key goals at key times, allowed Harry Kane to, to be off game for a period of times and carried them through. I think he's the most valuable player, the MVP in America. I think he's been the most valuable. Before last night, I would have said, no, he hasn't been the best player. He's just been scoring goals. He's been clinical. He's got England to where they are. But after last night, I don't know, I'd have to put him up there. I'd have to put him in that conversation because his performance was unbelievable from minute one to minute 120. He was incredible. So after last night, I would have to put him in that conversation for sure. I still would like to see at times a little bit more in product. I, there was a couple of times when he got one-on-one with a, with a defender. I thought, this is the time you go past them. But that's me nitpicking. Yeah. If you look at his contribution to the game, you've got to say, as Andrew says, one of the MVPs of the team. Now, is Harold Kane all that? Yes, obviously he is. And this is Darren Anderson, the former Spurs and England winger, to tell us exactly why. Their captain delivers when the side, when the country need him most. He's top man. I mean, he's the best striker in the world. He's more than a goal scorer. He links the play. He does everything. He leads the line. He gets free kicks. He's the best. And, and it's as simple as that. So for anyone to call for him to come out of the team is just madness. The team were playing a brand of football that was a little bit less exciting than we all probably expected and hoped for. But we became much more solid because of it. And because of that, that's what, why we are where we are in the final. It's as simple as that. People like Harry are always going to, you know, they're always going to get their chances. They're always going to be able to create opportunities for themselves, create for others. You can't doubt him. He's, he's different class. I never doubted him for one moment. You know he's going to come. I'm good. He is the leader. He knows he's good. He's saying it in a way that I know that I'm good. In fact, I'm better than that. I'm great. Very much like Alan Shearer when we was in Euro 96. He was the best centre forward. You knew that he was going to play. You know, you, you can't take him out because if a half a chance comes on the football pitch, you want him there. There 
Harry's goal number three. Harry Kane again. So what about England's opponents? Italy, who they will beat in Sunday's final, a game, of course, that's live on Talk Sport. Well, we can find out a little bit more from Simon Jordan, but first, here's the former Three Lions gaffer, the legend that is Glenn Hoddle. I'm glad we're playing Italy, not Spain. I've got to say yeah. that, Alan. I think Spain would have caused us more problems. Italy have been excellent. They really have. I'm looking at Italy, and I think they've been brilliant. But I think it, it might come back to what I said. They might have peaked a little bit too early. If anybody's earned the right to get to a final, it has to be the Italians, right? Because they've dispatched of a very difficult Austrian side. Yeah. They've beaten the world number one Belgium. They've beaten what people think is the best team at times in world football, the Spanish. Yeah. We've had none of that. We've had a German side that, in our mind, because they're Germany, because of our history, of Germany, we have to say, oh, it's beaten a top nation. Germany got beat by North Macedonia six weeks before the tournament. If England had got Austria in the 16s, had got Belgium in the last eights, mm-hmm. and had got Spain in the semi-finals, do you think we'd be sitting in the final now? Jorginho, right-footed. Oh, audaciously done! And Jorginho has done it for Italy! They've been absolutely fantastic. That little triangle of Collini and Bonici and, and Jorginho. But it's ageing now, and they looked really tired at the end of that game. They were hanging on, where we look so, so strong. Jorginho, I think, is is underrated. I think the way that he makes things happen, the way that he just keeps things ticking over, he's very, very good on the ball, rarely gives it away. He's always available, even under pressure, um, he's in there. Things I think about the Italian midfield, one is that Jorginho isn't really the same player without Canti alongside him. I think his passing range, as you say, is fantastic, but I think it's more effective when he's got somebody like Akanti doing all of that hard work, that graft that he does in midfield. Verratti is a fascinating one too because I, I do agree he's a good player. But when's the last time he had a good game in a big game? He tends to go missing at club level. And that's the first goal that Italy have conceded in over 19 hours. I think a big area uh, for England to exploit is the left-back area. I think Emerson is a weakness. I think you can get at Emerson. I don't think he's, he's the sharpest uh, because obviously he hasn't played that much football. And I think if, if there is a weak line in that back four now, that'll be the place to, to try and exploit it. On now to Stuart Pearce and what England means to the legend and former Three Lions defender. What does England mean to me? I was born in Shepherd's Bush, London, the capital. I worked as an electrician whilst playing non-league football for Wildstone. Eventually, I signed for Coventry City, then Nottingham Forest. The best was yet to come. On the 19th of May, 1987, I was called up to play for my country. It was the greatest honour of my life. A really strong challenge there between Yosimar and Pierce. The New England cap, Stuart Pierce. I'll never forget the feeling each time I was able to pull on my national shirt. To be one of the best 11 players in your nation felt incredibly special. Singing the national anthem with 100,000 Patriots singing alongside you at Wembley. It makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up even now. Nothing comes close. So what does England mean to me? It's Cornwall. It's the Lake District. The New Forest. Stonehenge. Buckingham Palace. It's a Cornish pasty. Fish and chips. Clotted cream and scones. Pie and mash. It's the Who. The Stranglers, Oasis, 
the Sex Pistols. It's the bridges of Brunel, the sonnets of Shakespeare, Her Majesty, the Queen. It's a Bristolian, a Brummie, a Scouser, a Geordie, a Cockney, and a good old-fashioned cup of tea. More than anything, it's home. This country, this England, my England. And if anyone knows that as well as I do, it's Gareth Southgate and these players. A famous night, a perfect night. One of those that you will just never forget. So do us proud, lads. Think about what your country means to you. England, keep dreaming, keep believing. Do it for yourselves, do it for us. I have not heard Wembley like this. Do it for England. And to see us over the finish line, here's Teddy Sheringham and Ray Parler singing It's Coming Home to two former Scotland players, Ali McCoist and Alan Brazil. Teddy, I ain't stopped singing It's Coming Home. Uh, I don't know about Ali and Alan, I don't think they've been singing it, but I have, certainly. And, you know, when I was in England Squads with you, you used to always take me money in the card schools, but uh, you, was, you had a great Don't voice as well. You had a great voice, didn't you? So, have you been singing It's Coming Home? Of course, mate. Of course. Come on in, come on in, Ted. To, to, Ali, to Ali and Alan. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming. Football's coming home. Well done, Ted. Well done, Ted. By the I don't know about you, but I've not got this. I've not got this in my contract. I don't need to listen to this, man. Ali, Ali, don't worry about it. I'm, go- I'm going on holiday Monday. I'm not putting up with this. That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talksport app, wherever you get your podcast from, and don't forget, of course, to press that subscribe button. There will, of course. Be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport Daily Podcast Euro things out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, it's coming up. That was a podcast from Talksport. The Talksport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent a Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.